Welcome back to your haunted holiday. I'm Lindsay. And this is Lisa. And I have an extra really scary episode for you guys actually today. So Lisa, are you familiar with the term cholrophobia? I don't think so. Well, you're in for a treat. This is the fear of clowns. Uh-oh. This is going to be yeah. a scary one. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a pretty scary one. It's actually labeled on their own website as Ameri America's scariest motel. And I do believe them, especially if you happen to be scared of clowns. I have a feeling I know where you're covering <laughs> based on that <laughs> intro. Absolutely. And if you're scared of clowns, I think this probably would be the scariest hotel on earth. No doubt about it. Not only do you have clowns, but there's ghosts and there's a cemetery. We'll get into all of it here. This is your haunted holiday at the Clown Motel in Tonopah, Nevada. All right. So like I said, obviously it's a clown hotel. It's clown themed. It's already very scary. Special shout out to our cousin Haley. She actually recommended this one to us a while back. We never happened to get to it. And then I was thinking, what could I do that is going to be a scary, a super scary episode for October, right before Halloween? And here we are. That one jogged my memory and we are at the clown motel. In Nevada and this is just about three hours north of Las Vegas so you know if you're in Las Vegas for any sort of extended period and you have a car you can make a quick drive up to Tonopah and go stay the night at the clown motel it's extra creepy immediately it's obvious that it's a clown motel they've got big cutouts of clowns and there's a big sign that the building is I want to say it's purple with like polka dots on the building and then right next door is a really old cemetery that's over a hundred years old. And, you know, we believe that that's possibly the cause of a lot of the hauntings happening there, along with some deaths that have occurred in the actual hotel itself uh, that, that they claim. I mean, well, Lisa, we always talk about how hotels, people die in hotels. So, yeah, they do. I don't think anybody's coming back here because they enjoyed their this place and it was their favorite vacation spot this isn't any ghost traveling in the afterlife this is if somebody's coming here they must be stuck absolutely absolutely so let me get into a little bit of history and then we're going to talk about the hauntings here in a few minutes but first off Tonopah Nevada if you're not familiar with it like I said it's three hours north of Vegas it's a desert town it's known for some of the darkest skies around. So it's really well known for stargazing. People that want to see the brightest stars in the sky, they'll go to Tonopah, Nevada. Hmm. Um, yeah, and the town ultimately started really on May 19th of 1900. Jim Butler, he found silver. And ultimately he you know, figured out that it was silver. He went through all this trouble to validate what he had found. And then sure enough, word got out. People started coming into the town. And by 1901, there was well over 250 people there, according to Tonopah's city website. <laughs> so I'm trying to use good sources here. There's also an account that Wyatt Earp apparently lived there briefly. I don't know how long. I almost said briefly here. It could have been longer. 
but uh, he arrived in 1902, so shortly after the founding, and he actually opened a saloon there in downtown Tonopah. So that's kind of interesting, a historic figure that we've covered in a previous episode in our Tombstone episode. That is, that is really cool that Wyatt Earp had a saloon there. Who knew? You know, I thought it was, I mean, I'm sure it probably is a pretty small town in general, but it does sound like it's got some pretty interesting history. And the stargazing thing, that's pretty, that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool, right? So, you know, if you look right next door to this clown motel, you'll also see the Tonopah Cemetery. And that was open right when the town started back in 1901. So this is over 100 years old. And you'll see above the cemetery, there's a, kind of like a metal or some sort of a signage that basically says, you know, Tonopah Cemetery, 1901 to 1911. So by 1911, it was full. And it's, I mean, it's not a huge cemetery, but it's not tiny either. And mainly it's full of folks that, passed away from the Tonopah Plague, which happened in 1905. Reportedly, people died within hours and of, of starting to get chest pains. They would suddenly die. I don't know how accurate this is. It's, it sounds pretty extreme, but they, they say basically it was some sort of a pneumonia infection that was caused by poor sanitation that was infecting folks, and lots of folks died. That's wild that people just suddenly, they had their own plague of that city. Yeah. I wonder if it had something to do with like the drinking water or some sort of bacteria. I don't know. I mean, also you have to think it was a mining town. That's the reason it became a town to begin with, right? Maybe they were down in the mines, breathing in bad air. I don't know. That's a, that's a real guess. But I mean, you think back in the early 1900s, we didn't have very good sanitation practices to begin with, right? So anytime you have people starting to live in small and groups of people close together, it's an easy way for disease to spread, right? So hard to say exactly what it was as far as I could, I couldn't confirm exactly what it was, but apparently these folks died of pneumonia and some of them died very quickly as, as soon as they started getting symptoms. The other event that really kind of filled the cemetery was the 1911 Belmont Mine Fire. And notice the cemetery closes at 1911, and this is when that fire occurs. It actually, 17 men died in this fire, which happened in the actual mine, way deep down in the mine. So it's not like you can just walk down there. I think back then they even had carts that you went down on a track, according to what I was reading online. There's a guy named Big Bill Murphy. He actually made multiple trips down into the mine in the middle of this horrible fire, saved a bunch of people, got them out of there, but he ultimately died in this fire and he is buried there in that Tonopah Cemetery. And you can see his his grave there. There was a big, um, you know, he's a well-known figure there because of how brave he was and how many people he saved that day. Wow. The, I will say, you know, if you're interested in who all is buried at the Tonopah Cemetery, besides Big Bill Murphy, and there's a bunch of different folks, there's lots of children's graves um, that I saw in one YouTube video. But the ghost adventures, and I know we aren't, you know, I watch it a lot for researching these kinds of episodes, but they did a really good job of breaking down the people who died in that fire and showing their headstone in the actual graveyard. So I thought it was a good reference, how they broke it down, and you can see how many folks are buried there um, just from that one incident. 
And then essentially the graveyard is full after that, according to the sign outside. And I will say, just looking at it, it is a very creepy cemetery. It's right there in the middle of town. It just everything about it. Like some of the gravestones were like black. I feel like I've seen images of this. Like it was just a very like dark place. Absolutely. Some of them didn't even seem like they were buried fully underground. Like it was almost like a slightly above ground tomb in some cases. Some of them just had rocks piled on. In one of the videos that I'll talk about in a little bit, there is a sign that says, caution, some graves are open. Like there's potentially bones exposed. I mean, I don't know how well they were buried, some of these folks. So it's very creepy. It's like an old West cemetery. It's exactly what you would picture minus the clown motel next door right (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't quite match what you would expect so so speaking of the clown motel we'll jump ahead in history right so those are two events that occurred that we think contributed to the hauntings that are happening right there in that location where the hotel and the cemetery sit but the clown motel is actually opened in 1985 by leona and leroy david They actually opened it in honor of their father, Clarence, and he loved clowns. And he apparently had a large collection of, I think it was like 200 or so, like clown statues. And that's how this all started. Wow. I can't imagine ever wanting to open a hotel that was clown themed. I I guess Vegas has Circus Circus, so it's kind of clown themed. It's nice that it was done in memory of somebody right so maybe uh, this is probably a spoiler alert i really don't know but maybe he's haunting it this would be the place he would like to go hey you never know and you have to think too back in when clarence was alive right which was before 1985 before you know some of these movies come out about scary clowns really think about stephen king's the it really i think is the tide turner for clowns in this country i really think that a lot of people actually did like clowns. We used to have Bozo. There were clowns at the circus. You know, you've got the frowny clowns. You've got the funny clowns. And it was a loved thing. And that started to change, I really think, with the it. Well, what about John Wayne Gacy? Oh, gosh. That was a bit of a tide turner. Yeah. yeah. That's a tide turner as well. So as we've advanced <laughs> in more recent history... Clowns have become a little bit scarier than they were probably back when Clarence started collecting statues. And there's plenty of people out there that actually still do like clowns. But for a lot of people, after John Wayne Gacy, I'm going to add him to my list here, and Stephen King's The It, people started to get scared of clowns. And it became a real thing that people started to make scary movies about. They started to get added into haunted houses around Halloween time. It became a real fear for people. I bet you that this cholrophobia, the fear of clowns, didn't really, didn't have a ton of people with it before all of that new pop culture stuff about clowns came out. In 1985, it was open. And in 1995, it was purchased by new owners, um, the Perchettis. And you actually see, I'm pretty sure it is the uh, husband in 1995 he had it when the ghost adventures folks showed up in uh, 2015 
So you'll actually see him in that episode if you watch it, because he did still own it back in 2015. And there are a number of things that happened. Of course, Ghost Adventure showed up. Like I mentioned in 2016, there's a, a film, a short film made by a guy named Joseph Kelly called The Clown Motel Film in 2016. There's a sequel in 2019. So there's so many random things and they filmed them actually at the hotel. I did watch one of the trailers. I, I didn't have it into me in me to watch the whole movie. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. But, you know, maybe on a weekend. <laughs> I don't blame here. you. It can't be good. <laughs> can't be. However, you know, for you folks that like those kind of like B horror movies, it's perfect. Perfect I, for you. Go look. I it actually do really enjoy a B horror movie. Those are I, like even just the previews are so much fun. <laughs> this is one of them, and you can see the motel. You can see the they're in the cemetery at certain points in the movie. Yeah, I mean, if you're into that thing, go watch it. They made movies there, and it has changed owners even since then. So it went on the market in 2017, and it was eventually sold in 2019 to a guy named VJ Mayhar. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. He's actually done renovations to the hotel. He's made some updates. I think he's the one that added the polka dots on the outside, as well as added Jolly the Clown. So if you see the big clown cutouts outside of the hotel or motel, I should call it, that's named Jolly. And this was added by the new owners in 2019 as kind of a mascot of the hotel. And he's also added, you know, think about it. It started with about 200 pieces of clown art and we're now at over 3,000 pieces with the new owner. So not only did they renovate some of this, and I'll talk a little bit more about the accommodations and that kind of stuff, what it's like, but, you know, they made themed rooms. So I can tell you, this new owner really embraces the scare factor. They really embrace the ghosts, the hauntings. They want you to show up and be scared. That's part of what they're selling here. Yeah, I mean, you might as well run with it. If this is the the business that you've invested in, I mean, we're talking about it right now. There's people that want to go. We're going to Vegas in a couple months, although I don't think we're going to be have the time to go to Tonopah. But if I'm driving by, I'm stopping at the Clown Motel. I knew about this before you did this episode. Yeah, I, I would stop as well. I mean, we'll talk about the rooms and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, we unfortunately will not have time. But it is pretty scary. And I think there are potentially some real hauntings. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? 
Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact your Haunted Holiday travel agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. All right, so let's talk about what some people are experiencing here. So I mentioned earlier, I, I watched the Ghost Adventures episode. They did catch a couple of interesting things. Um, they were doing a spirit box session. Apparently, there is a little girl that supposedly haunts that cemetery. And they were they actually brought a girl there who had seen a figure in the cemetery, like a shadow person type of, of thing in the cemetery a while back. They brought her in to help with the spirit box session to try to do some hunting and when they were asking some questions they caught a pretty clear hello hmm. interesting yeah hard to say i mean the spirit box you know is you know it's bouncing around with all kinds of radio stations so you just never know right but it was it was interesting to see and and um, the other thing yeah. i'll say the other thing i'll say about that is hello is a quick word so i could see that easily being misinterpreted now it doesn't i mean it absolutely could have been a ghost but the spirit box like you said it's pretty difficult like i would think if it was on a digital recorder and you just hear that that would be pretty startling absolutely they did this other weird thing that i'm not going to get totally into because i just don't think it has a lot of significance they like ran this electrical wire to the cemetery and they had it reach like a, a light bulb in one of the bedrooms. And this guy was like telling the ghost, follow the electricity into the bedroom. And, you know, the of course, you know, Zach is sitting in there and he gets some sort of a response on the spirit box. And he was like, oh, that was directly related to the light turning on. And I think it's a little far-fetched personally, but I mean, it was kind of, the spirit box response was interesting. But the thing that they caught that I thought was the best was if you go into the hotel lobby where they have their clown museum, right? So not only is this a motel and not only do you have a cemetery, you got a clown museum in the hotel, okay? Well, there's, of course, all these creepy clowns and one of them is sitting in a chair and it's like a large, almost like a large doll. I wouldn't call it a statue because it's movable and it's like, not a, like mannequin? a mannequin. It's not totally a mannequin because, like, the arms are kind of able to move. It seems softer, but it's a very creepy, like, very large doll mannequin thing. <laughs> it's the okay. best way I could think to describe it, okay? And they have their video camera set up there facing that and a bunch of the other um, statues and stuff. And the hand actually falls off the leg. Its hand was situated on its thigh, and it just falls right off. Maybe it was gravity. I don't know, but it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, if something just moves out of nowhere, that is interesting. It could have been yeah. gravity since it went downward where it would kind of naturally go. But I mean, it's been sitting there for who knows how long in that mm -hmm. same position. Why did it move right now? Absolutely. There was, so there is also a large amount of YouTube content out there. This is a place, like I said, they embrace their ghosts. They have no problem, it seems like, with you going there and taping and, you know, capturing your stuff and posting it on YouTube about the hotel or the motel. And one of the videos I saw, they were videotaping and the foot, they didn't catch it moving, but they caught 
the foot of it had moved, had like straightened out over a period of time. They had, they showed before where it was sideways and then they're like, look, the foot had moved and they go back and it was now straight. Mm-hmm. Hard to say, you know, but interesting. It seems like that big, weird clown doll thing. It's large. It's human sized. So if you go there to the clown museum, you can't miss it. Well, and they say objects can be cursed or haunted. Who knows where they got a lot of these things? You know what I yeah. mean? Like some of them may be donated. Maybe they found them somewhere. Like there could be some history to these objects that we don't even know exists. Absolutely. There's another YouTube video that I will recommend. Um, and it's by a person that I actually follow on YouTube because he has some pretty funny videos that are completely not haunted related, but he has some funny haunted ones. And his name's Brennan Taylor. And I watched this one in preparation for this episode. And he, him and his brother are on this, and they just have really funny reactions to things. You know, they're the ones that see the sign that say, caution, graves open, head. And they're like, oh, oh my God, can you imagine? Right? So they're mm-hmm. just, they have funny reactions. They're sitting in the room. They, like, hear noises. When they go to check in to the motel, they're standing at the front desk and one of the clown toys in the museum starts making noises and turning on and they're like, oh my gosh. That is scary. <laughs> it is scary. It was creepy immediately. You could tell they were just totally freaked out. And the, the funny thing is, you know, they also, they kind of review the cleanliness and kind of do a room review kind of like what Lisa and I would do but in some of their other videos they'll do these reviews where they will do like the lowest rated hotel and they'll go there they'll go in like a hazmat suit because they're scared of bed bugs it makes sense and they go they pull the mattress up they do the black light they do the whole thing it's kind of horrifying maybe scarier than the haunted videos that they do and so this was almost like that they show up and they're like oh gosh I feel like we're going to find something bad under this mattress. I'm happy to report the mattress was good. Um, so they were happy with that. No bed bugs. But they're sleeping in the middle of the night. And they wake up and they see something through the curtain outside their window. And they go up. They open the blinds. And there's like a dude standing there staring through the window with like a mask. It all happens very fast. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's way scarier than anything I've ever encountered. Like, do you think it was like somebody knowing they were there to like film a YouTube video and try to catch a ghost? I almost, yeah, it was, it cannot be paranormal. Like there's just no way. I mean, it was hilarious watching them react and whether or not they set it up just for entertainment purposes, maybe. Or maybe it was just somebody out there messing with them. I don't know. It was quite scary, though, because it's it's a creepy looking. At a mask. very scary place. That's very, like, if you, those of you that have seen this movie know, House of a Thousand Corpses-esque. Like, this is a place yes. where you don't want to go missing. All right? <laughs> this is really a scary place. <laughs> Absolutely. It is scary. Some other things you hear, you know, you might just hear weird noises. Um, People also report doors opening and closing. One of the YouTube videos I watched caught that happening of a door closing down there by the, on the main level near the checkout. Belongings going missing, people have reported. One person supposedly woke up to a man in a clown suit standing over his bed, like a ghost. Oh my gosh. 
a ghost clown. That's worst case scenario. <laughs> that is absolutely worst, worst case. case scenario. I don't know that we've ever talked about anything quite as scary. I know in the last episode we talked about the creeper ghost. I suppose like the Sally house, that's like a demon posing as a little girl. That's pretty scary. Yeah. I still think a clown standing over my bed would top that. <laughs> I think I'd be more scared. 100%. Terrifying. Absolutely. I would die. Like I just, I don't know if I'd make it through that moment. I'd have a heart attack. Um, so yeah, this guy wakes up to a clown hovering over him. Not hovering, but standing, you know, creeping, staring at him. I am shook just even thinking about that. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> Very scary. Also, people have reported shadow people. I watched this other video and... These guys, I could hardly get through the video, honestly. It was very difficult to watch. It was, uh, I I actually stopped the video after about 10 minutes, but apparently they saw a shadow. They shut the lights off in one of the rooms and they saw a shadow in one of the corners as they did that. So interesting. The Ghost Adventures also uh, interviews a woman who saw a shadow figure come up and out of one of the graves there in the cemetery as she was there. And I thought that was very believable, very interesting. And yeah, I think that cemetery is probably bringing the ghosts would be my guess. Definitely. So the website has a lot of interesting information. They have a lot of stuff about like the hauntings and the history. And they have some very interesting things about the hauntings. And they go into each of their rooms about which rooms like some of the hauntings and why it might be haunted for some of the rooms. And I'll give you a quick example. But if you got time to kill, go to their website if you'd like. Room 108, it reads, this is a quote. It says, not so long ago, motels were the best option for the elderly and terminally ill. One such elderly man was the motel's very own front desk manager. One night he was staying in the motel and became severely unwell. He picked up the phone to call the front desk. It rang and rang, but no response. He called his sister who dialed 911, but it was too late. He died on his way to the hospital. When questioned, the front desk agent from that night said the phone never rang and even played back the surveillance footage, which proved the phone never rang. It was almost as though something was trying to stop his calls for help. Hmm. So not only is it scary, but it's hurting people, kind of. I mean, maybe. I'm going to read one more story about off their website about room 111 that i found very creepy okay room 111 is the room where a terminally ill man came to live out his final days doctors had given him a short time to live and he did not wish to burden his family each night the man went to sleep expecting to never wake up again and again he woke up to live another day until eventually as he told the motel staff he noticed an eerie shadow would appear in his room during the early hours of each morning he begged the spirit to take his life, a request he was repeatedly denied. Overwhelmed with frustration, the man shot himself in the clown motel car park. Oh. So, I know, very sad. He was apparently seeing a shadow figure. But this is a little bit, kind of delves into the history piece. But it's also, this is what the hotel is claiming actually occurred. Here's just two deaths out of two rooms. And they have more things, more examples that they give of actual deaths that have occurred at the actual hotel that are helping to contribute to these hauntings, they believe. Yikes. This is this is kind of an interesting one because 
you know, a lot of the deaths that we talk about are like, you know, they're older things that happened decades ago and it's it's part of the history of the place. That's certainly part of the history of the place, but it's interesting that they're documenting recent deaths and suicides to kind of contribute to today's haunting. That's something I don't know that I've ever seen a hotel do before. It is a first for me. And I will even get in here in just a minute into some of the rooms and and the creepiness that they make happen there at the Clown Motel. All right, so how can you visit the Clown Motel? Well, you can get rooms for very reasonably priced. They go as low. The lowest I found was $85 a night. And that is in one of their kind of unthemed regular rooms, typically on the second floor. I think it's only a two-story motel. And yeah, it's it's a reasonably priced rate. Nothing super fancy, but yeah, you can stay in Topana, 85 bucks. Okay, I'm going to be very honest here. I've seen some images of this place in the past. And if this was not a haunted hotel, if I wasn't going there just for the ghosts, I don't think I'd pay $85. Like, they must be charging that because people are there for the ghosts alone. Like, I can't imagine people just go here to go here and stay based on the accommodations. Like, if this was, like, $85 for this place, I'd be like, whoa, that's really steep, to be honest. It's... Yes, you are 100% correct. I It is a premium, I think, especially it's a small town, right? Like, it's not like you're in some touristy city. You know, they need to sell these rooms. I really wonder how much they're making, right, at, like, at this clown motel. Yeah, I personally, if I wasn't staying there for the haunting, I hate to say this, I wouldn't book that hotel. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, the good news is, the Brennan Taylor video, the mattress was good, okay? Seems like they had made some updates. It sounds like the area is very prone to bugs because of the desert. They have pest control. They're very clear about this on their website. They have, that's part of the amenities, <laughs> right? So in general, it looks overall clean for the most part. So $85 a night. Themed rooms can go up. I found some that went up to almost 183. It was like 182 and change was the highest rate that I saw. I think that was over a weekend. And they have different themes, right? So obviously like the clown theme, but they also have an it themed room. They have the exorcist room, a Halloween room, a room called Fear Unlimited, and like a Friday the 13th room. And there's some others, but those are the big ones that I wrote down. So I mean... I'm going to take back what I said a little bit because I don't think anybody's just going here for the purposes of like going there. They're going because of the theme, right? They must have enough of an audience that are interested in this kind of horror themed hotel that they're going to want to do this. Absolutely. It seems to me based on a lot of the videos I saw online, if you call up there and you just ask them like, hey, what's a really haunted room? I want to book a haunted place. They're going to tell you. And one of the videos said that two room 217 was the most haunted room, according to what the front desk was telling them. And yeah, I mean, that's the room where I think they saw the shadow person in the video I was talking about. 
yeah, it's all very creepy, honestly. I mean, it's like you're laying in bed and there's a picture of the it just looking over you, right? And then they have like random clown statues. A lot of it is artwork and they make it scary on purpose to up the fear factor for you. The other nice thing though is they have a few. They have four pet-friendly rooms. Oh, that's nice. They're growing on me. They they are. So they're, those are specific. You'll want to make sure they know in advance if you're bringing your pet so you can make sure they have one of those rooms available for you. Um, let me give you an example of a room listing really quick here because I just find it kind of funny that they're so specific here. Example of uh, room 107, which is called Fear Unlimited. Uh, 107 was closed for the pa- for the last four years after, after a couple of deaths in the room in the last 10 years, and it was used as a storage room on and off for the last two years. Guests next door in room 108 started reporting so frequently that many weird and mysterious things. They reported next door guests moving furniture all night long, banging on walls and all. And finally, on May 4th, it was open to guests. So this room was supposedly vacant. The people next door heard noises, thought people were there, called the front desk. No one's staying there. It's vacant. It's storage. So they decided it's fear unlimited. Let's open it back up. <laughs> Can I, so I appreciate that they are so descriptive about it. That as a ghost enthusiast, like I wish all the hotels did that. I think it's a little weird that they like post that there was two deaths in the last 10 years. That's yeah. terrifying. But otherwise, I love it. I mean, I'm with you. I like that they give details. Some quick amenities they offer, the typical Wi-Fi, they have a TV, they have a coffee machine, AC, heating. They usually, in some of them, they have refrigerators, microwaves, and of course, I've added this one. It's not on their website. Creepy artwork and decor in the amenities. To be real, it doesn't look like the nicest hotel, like we said. I mean, you're really going for the hauntings. You're going there for the experience more than anything. This is not going to be a fabulous stay. I would be pretty scared to stay there. And I'd be nervous just in general about the hotel and what you're dealing with there. I would hate it. I think I'd hate every second of it. (laughs) But I would go because it's supposedly haunted. And I mean, it's creepy. It's creepy AF. They clearly make an effort to keep it clean, right? You go there and it's nothing, like on the surface, it all looks pretty clean. You know, the the one video pointed out the AC unit, that's a window unit, was pretty dirty. Um, but otherwise, like the room in general was pretty clean. The bathroom was clean. So, I mean, it's okay. It's not horrible. It's, it's just not going to be the nicest hotel you stay at. I totally get it. And I appreciate the fact that it's clean. They're embracing their haunting which I love. Sounds like there's some real ghost activity. So although I'm not really a clown decor fan, <laughs> it wouldn't be <laughs> it wouldn't be my choice of hotel, but because there's ghosts, I'm 100% down to go if I happen to be stopping in Tonopah. Well, anyways, Lindsay, thanks for doing this episode. The Clown Motel is about as creepy as it gets. I'm I'm not sure that we've done a creepier 
episode. There's probably been some up there. Um, but we appreciate all of our listeners for listening and supporting the show. Um, if you're enjoying the show, please provide a review and Apple podcasts or wherever it is that you are listening um, and give us five stars. Don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you have any recommendations for a future episode, if you have an interesting ghost story, or even if you've been to one of the places that we've covered and you have an experience there, or you just want to tell us what your stay was like, send us an email to yourhauntedholiday at gmail.com. You can also go to contact us at yourhauntedholiday.com. All right, everyone, we'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening.